welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Podcast. It's a fantasy football podcast. Uh, it is a fantasy football cast, and I'm just your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow host, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. It's one of those days, man. Got the, got the happy slappies. Yes, we what, do. What are they called? Um, I think you just said it. <laughs> happy slappies. <laughs> I got them. We're slap happy, man. Oh, that's oh, that's it. Yes, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I have a lisp. <laughs> I have a speech impediment. All right. Um, I, I am dyslexic. Yeah. So uh-huh. we yeah we did the pre podcast workout so we're all like kind of jacked up and goofy we're talking about some weird stuff so. yeah for the most lackadaisical workout I've ever done in my entire life <laughs> like I said we didn't go hard but we did lift the weights oh we did <laughs> they went up they, they went, went down, down. <laughs> and they went up and down again <laughs> at a very slow pace yep um, but we're here we're back uh, week uh, what week is it. Uh, well, we just finished week six, so we're on week seven. Ah, moving on, yeah. Yeah, so this, we're, this is about halfway through the season. It, it feels like hump day to me today. It does. It's like, you know, yeah. even for today's podcast, I was like, what are we going to cover today? And I was like, you know, we haven't done questions for a while. And I feel like in the middle of the season, I bet a lot of people have some questions that we normally answer on uh, Twitter, but why not answer them on a podcast in form? Because maybe this will help other people as well. Right. And if it doesn't, well, I'm sorry we can help you this week. Come back next week. We'll have some more awesome information. Hit us up on Twitter if you got another question. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of information we give out here. Like, hey, in the beginning of the year, like, you should trade Devontae Freeman because he is done, toast, done for. We said it before the season started, too. I was like, man, I'm just out on Devontae Freeman. I just don't think he's very good. Right. And then you're like, I'm kind of with you, too. And then here we are uh, entering week seven. Uh, Today, actually, he went on IR. Right. Pulled his groin a little too hard. Yeah. (laughs) Haven't we all been there before? Oh. Been there, yeah. done that. Yep. Right. No so, surgery needed here. Though. I've never had to have surgery for it. But, yeah, he's going on IR with the groin surgery. Um, you know, obviously. Well, I've had groin surgery. You have? Yeah, I got a little, uh, the, uh, you know, a little snippety-doo-dah. Does that count? I mean, they did surgery on my groin, right? Uh, it's like a fire thingy, and they just, like, burn you. Yeah. I think that's a little bit different area. You shall no, <laughs> no longer procreate. <laughs> okay, God. But, uh, yes, I've had Grant. I'm, I'm pretty much Devontae Freeman. You basically are. Yeah, I've yeah. been there. Right. So, go ahead. I, I interrupt you with my own personal news. Um, they're hoping, I think, that he can be back by the end of the season. But, obviously, that's not going to help anybody in their fantasy season unless you're playing in, like, the championship game. So And, and by then, you're, you know, you you would have been there without him. So, I doubt you'll use him. Is it, what does his contract look like? Uh, Is that something th- they get out from, like, under and, like, just re-sign Tevin Coleman or – Sign uh, Le'Veon Bell, or you know what? Uh, I, I'm not really sure uh, without looking real fast um, exactly what his contract. I just threw that at you. Yeah, right. I can I can look it up real quick and, and get back with you on that one. How about so that? Freeman's done. You're going to bring in Tevin Coleman. You have Ito Smith there. Um, if you have Ito Smith, this is good. I mean, he just out carried Tevin Coleman. He had 11 carries. Tevin Coleman had 10. He scored the touchdown, which was nice. Not overly great, you know, averaging two yards per carry, but it looks like it's going to be a mix. And anytime you get a mix. In the Atlanta offense, it should be nice. You think he can kind of somewhat like carve out a passing game role, Ito, or you think it's strictly going to be Tevin Coleman, or do you think it's going to be a mix fifty fifty because they both saw two targets? I was going to say I think they're going to use them pretty pretty interchangeably and just kind of keep them both fresh. I mean, it's been Ito Smith that's scored a touchdown the, the past three weeks. So I mean, neither one of them are, are big time fantasy producers, but if you're struggling through some buys or something like that. Or, hey, maybe you had Devontae Freeman and you were leaning on him. You might be able to pick and choose a few good matchups to put Edo Smith in. I don't think he's like an every week start, though. Flex play. Yeah, flex type of guy. And if you didn't trade Devontae Freeman, that ship has sailed. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, we kind of made the the point to do it, you know, two or three weeks ago. And hopefully you listened because, you know, the bottom has fallen out basically on that one. It's just funny. Like, I was like, oh, dude, trade Devontae Freeman. I was like. Trade David Johnson before the season started. And all those guys have been doing is nothing. So, you know, those crystal balls do come in handy. I'm going to try and use those crystal balls a little bit later today, too, because today we're going to answer some questions. 
Um, and I'm going to try and see if any. I haven't looked at those questions. A lot of people in their podcast will pre-screen these questions. So they come up with some really fancy answers. Not us. We're going to read these bad boys. It's pretty much like a live show that we um, tape. Right. And then we put it out there. Yeah, basically. So um, just to give you a heads up on Devontae Freeman's contract, they're probably tied to him next year. It would cost them about it, about two and a quarter million dollars of dead money to cut him next year. Well, after, that's not too bad. The year after that, they can get out completely. Yeah, but two through. and a quarter is not that bad. <clears throat> I mean, it depends on what their their cap situation is. True, next year. true. And who they bring in? Right, exactly. He's worth giving them a shot to. He's not totally washed, like NFL style. Probably no. I don't think he's a, a nice water a, boy. Exactly. I don't think he's a total uh, waste. But from a fantasy standpoint, his best years are, I think, behind him. Moscow Mule MCL sprain. Yeah, bummer, man. Yeah, because I miss week to week, they say. Yeah, week to week. Um, like he look, came back in the game. Which is crazy. Right. So, I mean, he sprained it on like a end around type of thing and literally saw no targets. Dude, he Arnold Schwarzenegger that shit. He's like, they take him out in the cart, you know, all dramatic. And right. He's like, I'll be back. I'll be back. And then, sure enough, he was back. You're like, yeah, he's back. And then scored any fancy points. You're like, why did you even come back? Yeah, really. Moscow Mule. I drink a couple of Moscow mules every day. That, that hurts. You know, I tip my hat to those kind of folks, though. At least he came back in the game. But, I mean, he wasn't helping my team at all, which was unfortunate. Like losing, I got shellacked. Losing Devontae Freeman, like, that doesn't change your playoff status because you've been without him all year, right. essentially. Yep. Losing Cooper Cup, who's wide receiver, like, number 12 on the year, right around, you know, I think even higher than that, um, is that's a big blow. It is a big blow for sure. I know in the one league I had him starting, I got shellacked because he was out of the lineup, and and I'll be missing him. I'll be struggling to to replace his you know week to week. I mean week to week, really good fantasy numbers. So okay, so he's out, and then um, it's tough. You have uh, Marshawn Lynch. He's also got a lot of groin injuries. Yeah, going it's on another there. groin injury, huh? Mid season guys are getting a little uh, a little too handy handy well, out there. Turn their groins. Yep. Gotta be careful out there. Hey, man, it's a bad injury. It's, it's, it's a dangerous that's, world out there. That's a linger. That's a lingering injury. It is. Uh, the groin takes a while. So right now, looks like it's gonna be Jalen Rashard, Doug Martin, gonna get a little bit more carries. I think uh, John Gruden said they're worried this is one that's gonna last a while. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. They think it might be a long term issue. And you know what? I mean, that's when you have like the oldest team in the history of the world. When they get injured, they're gonna get injured for a long time. So that's. That's to be expected, I think, when most Raiders get Just injured. Just rub some Skittles on it. Yeah, no, It'll be okay. no doubt. Yeah, and then I'm trying to trade Mari Cooper. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty odd to me. What is John Gruden doing out there? I'm I'm not sure, man. They had a pretty good team before he got there, and he is destroying it. He's like, all right, raise your hand if you're a first-round pick. All right, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. Wait, Carr, you didn't raise your hand. Uh, uh, coach, I was a second, second round pick. Damn. All right. All right. Well, I'm still tanking this season. All right, I'm fine. Still draft well, my I'll, quarterback. I'll give you a vote of confidence then. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one of my John Gruden quarterback camp hats. Here we go. You're my guy. Until yeah, I can draft Justin Herbert. Um, so, yeah, the whole Oakland scene right now is just a disaster. Like, you don't want anything to do with anybody there. Yeah, it sucks, man, because – I thought they were headed in the right direction. I don't know. I don't know about you. And then Gruden comes in and all this. I mean, un- unfortunately, they they were in they were getting into some cap issues. So I understand some of the moves they've made. But now that now to me, they're going too far. They're dismantling this whole thing. And they have no money. Period. Like that's why they couldn't sign Khalil Max. They didn't have like the actual cash to right. sign him. Right. Because all that money has to go. Like if you give somebody like it's got to go an escrow eighty million guaranteed. Yeah. You got to give him an escrow, and they literally did not have the eighty million guaranteed to give to him. So they right. literally could not afford Khalil Mack, and that's an NFL franchise. It's insane. It's insane. That's just that's well, why that's why they're moving to Las Vegas. Exactly. That's why they're they're moving, and it's and it's unfortunately that's the state that Al Davis left them in. You know, they were they're pretty much broke. So you know, it is what it is, and they're going to be building. They're going to be rebuilding. Josh Allen will be re- rebuilding his arm. Yeah, well, not really, because he's. I mean, there's no surgery or anything. That, that so he's gonna it, be like RoboCop. That makes it sound worse than it actually is. I but, know. I'm just kind of. I was trying to like carry over like all witty style. No, I understand. I understand. I don't want to uh, lead people on and think that Josh Allen's arms falling off though. If you can't tell, I'm Russian. <laughs> and a little English and Irish. You ain't. You ain't from <laughs> Russia, man. Uh, uh, so Josh Allen's got a boo boo. He's gonna miss a couple weeks. Le'Veon Bell was supposed to come in this Monday. Didn't come in, but reportedly today on Twitter said he's gonna be in next Monday. Uh, believe it when I see it. Yeah, just get. Which is weird. Like, why wouldn't you come in this week and get the free check for the bye week? 
I don't know. Le'Veon Bell just got traded in our one league, li- literally, like within the last hour. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Our league? Yeah, the, from a really big Steelers fan got rid of him. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Quincy Anua, um yeah. Injured. Ankle. <laughs> ankle injury. Thanks for the negative one point, turd. <laughs> High ankle sprain. Told you he was nothing. Um, and I think that pretty much wraps up the news and notes, right? Yeah, I think so. It's quickest news and notes, most lackluster news and notes. Kind of like our workout. Kind of like our workout. We lifted the weights, they, we put them down, and we lifted them again. Listen, Rich, if you're going to half-ass it, just how about you don't do the podcast? Well, no, no. You don't tell me what to do. I'm going to half-ass everything I want to do out here. People are here training Le'Veon Bell. Moscow mules are getting hurt all over the place. People are pulling their groins. Come on. The groins are being pulled. What, what's there to be excited about in this world right now? Let's get to it. Should we get to the Twitter questions? Let's do it, man. All right, let's get a little more lively into this. All right, All right. come on, let's put, do put this. Put your heart in this. Yep, yep. Um, Asher Wildman at Asher Wildman 6 asks, Matt, would you rather have David Johnson or Dalvin Cook? It seems DJ still has the workload, and Dalvin just can't get on the field. Um, now, for me, I kinda, I'm kind of i going to go right back to where you said before, where I said trade DJ early in the year. And right. there's nothing that's happened at all that would push me off of that or even make me regret it a little bit. He's 26. Now we got the new contract, but that offense is a ways. That team's not changing gears. They're three years away from possibly, probably getting good again, unless Josh Rosen gets really good. But I mean, you think Larry Fitz is going to stick around for this this mess? Probably not. No, I don't think so. So they, I know they have a lot of cap space, but there's a, there's a lot of work work to be done there. And right now, David Johnson, the offensive line and the weapons around him, is just going to get destroyed, and he's going to hold little fantasy value, unfortunately. Everything that I predicted in the beginning of the year uh, is literally come to true. Again, the crystal balls were crystal clear on this one. David Johnson was just going to be a hot mess. And for Dalvin Cook, I'm not going to freak out on – yeah, he, he's been hurt all year, all right? But I don't work – you know, as long as it's not like on-the-field performance where he's just sucking it up, right? Like he's not like Ronald Jones or he's not David Johnson and it's hurt. It's, he's literally having a legitimate injury. I'm not going to freak out about it because I still believe in a player. And that's the thing. Um, I think it's almost like a uh, double-sided question. L- Long term, I'm, I'm still with Dalvin Cook. I mean, but I think this is going to be one of those years where Dalvin Cook struggles with injuries for most of the fantasy year. It's going to be a loss. He year. might round, yeah, he might round into shape come playoffs. But by that time, you know, if you're relying on that guy, you might not have ever made the playoffs. So, you know, if if you're in win now mode, you're going to want to stick with David Johnson, in my opinion, for this year. And I mean, David Johnson is still going to hold value, I think, next year. But I think, I think Dalvin Cook, in my eyes, is still probably a long term play. Yeah. So this, this is to me like if I had David Johnson, this is the move I'm trying to make. Like I'm going to try and flip David Johnson for Dalvin Cook, thinking, you know, hey, uh, Dalvin's not doing anything long term. I'm going to take the years on the legs. I'm just going to go ahead and move forward with this. Right. Da- much I mean- better offense. Much better long term when he does come back and everything starts to click. The offense is already going to be going with him. I mean, just look what Latavius Dirt Murray did, did this week. So, where everything's going to be open up for Dalvin Cook, nothing's going to be open up for David Johnson. Right. I mean, D- David Johnson's still managing to score in the teens every week, you know, and peeking out in the twenties a little bit here and there. So, I mean, it's it's not like David Johnson's value is in the dump. So, you, I mean, you might be able to, if the if the Dalvin Cook owner is desperate enough for a guy that's that's going to score points right now, you might be able to, you know flip david johnson for dalvin cook and a little something would you look to even made a movie like that move or would you flip either of them for Levion right now like if you could um yeah 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 i would um next question richard crane asks i'm in texas so i don't see many browns games what is going on with jarvis landry is it him the system or mayfield making his numbers low interesting um I mean, he's been dropping some passes. Obviously, with, with a rookie quarterback, there's going to be ups and downs that you're going to have to kind of ride out. But Jarvis has has looked very uncharacteristic catching the ball as well. He's been dropping some ba- there's some balls that I know that he should be catching. Yeah, I mean, I know he has the most – I know his catch rate is the highest of uncatchable balls. Okay. When they track that for, like, pro football focus. Right. His, is, his are, like, the highest in the NFL. So it's a little on Baker. It's a rookie quarterback, new system. Jarvis is playing new on the outside and compared to the slot. We were talking about this before when we were working out, like about Jarvis and, you know, how he's been pretty shitty so far. But 
long term, I'm not worried about this. As as Baker starts to acclimate not only in the NFL and with this offense, and Jarvis starts to get a little bit more acclimated in this offense as well, I think it's going to really start to mesh. Um, right now, it could be a little bit of pressure because everybody else is getting hurt as well. Nobody else is catching the football. Like he feel like he has to proceed with this new contract right. and you know produce. It's probably just a mix of all of that. When, when but long term, I'm not worried at all. No, I'm not either. They do need to get somebody else in um, to compliment him. I mean, it was it was even better when like uh, um, Hollywood Higgins was there. Rashad Hollywood Higgins, you know, because it took a little bit of pressure off. They couldn't roll everything to Jarvis Landry like they can now. I mean, I think I think Antonio Callaway is just swimming, you know, like his head's – He, I don't think he's caught up mentally yet with the game. I think he's just out there kind of winging it on a, on a down. And, and, I, and down I'll give up. him that. You know, a year out of football. I'm not – yeah, I'm not I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying that they're – the defense doesn't have to necessarily game plan for much more than Jarvis Landry. They can just bracket him, take him out of the play, say, let these other clowns try to beat you, and, and really the guys aren't stepping up. So um, at least – at least this past game, they were horrible. So it, it's 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 a little bit of a conundrum you're in because, I mean, you don't want to sell him now or anything like that, and I do think his, his value will be restored. Yeah, I'm buying Jarvis Landry. Right. I'm buying Baker Mayfield. I'm, these are guys that the value – just like Dalvin Cook, I'm buying. Still selling David Johnson, which you really – it's going to be hard to do right now, but I am buying. These are kind of players when they do have these like little – down trends here this is where you want to get a little bit more value for your buck where you want to kind of dip into that pot and right. get some you know people are like ah, i'm not worried about this jarvis he ain't gonna be as good in miami because i can see the targets well i'm buying mari cooper i'm still buying right david johnson i'm selling dalvin cook i'm still buying you just have to i think um prepare yourself when you're putting jarvis landry in he could have a stinker here and there just because the quarterback play is going to be inconsistent until he you know, gets gets more acclimated to the NFL level. Correct. Next question comes from the Dynasty Architect. What do you do with Austin's Farron Jenkins in Dynasty? Would you drop him for one of the young tight ends like Jeff Swain or Chris Herndon? Does he have any trade value? I no? would definitely drop him for, yeah. for Herndon. Herndon, for sure. 100%. Uh, he had a nice catch this week for the Jets. Yes, he did. Uh, made a real nice play there. Um, real excited player coming in training camp. Uh, they were talked up a little bit there. I picked him up in some leagues that I was in. Um, I, dra- I, I drafted him in, I think, two or three leagues that I was in. Absolutely dropped Austin for and Jenkins. You can't trade him. He holds no value whatsoever. And, unfortunately, Austin Safarian Jenkins' days are probably pretty much done. Yep. There uh, in the NFL. So, go ahead and pick up Herndon. Do not trade Austin for well if you can yeah I mean if you can get but, anything for him but don't even for me I'm not even wasting time where somebody else is gonna pick up Herndon definitely be like you know they see he's get more receptions I'm just gonna go ahead and make the move I'm he's not even somebody like I'm not even wasting my breath on Safari and Jenkins because nobody's gonna buy him nobody no, nobody in our league no. anyway. if you are you you email Austin's mom like hey I'll trade you Austin for a donut she'll be like nah, this is my donut <laughs> but this is my donut. But Mr. Farian Jenkins, it was a baker's dozen. Eh, like 13 donuts. <laughs> That's a, my 13th donut I get for free. I like it. <laughs> I don't even like Jacksonville. Or they're moving to uh, London. Um, moving on, Paul Arnett asks, who should rebuilding teams look to acquire for next year? Who should contenders target for sh- for cheap points? Um, for cheap points, you're probably looking at guys like you know Edo Smith just came up. Yeah, right. That's a nice cheap guy that you can probably get. Not really, not okay, who still kind of still holds some long term value. Being a rookie, um, he'll be there for a while and be on a cheap contract where you'll be able to get him for some cheap points. Anybody that's in for injury wise, I was gonna say, what a, a guy like Raheem Mo, Mosert, um, the, the San run, Francisco the running back for San Francisco, he saw some more carries, um, which is weird because it seems like you know they're actually realizing Alfred Morris isn't really that great anymore and they're gonna kind of start phasing him out. You know, led the team in carries in the week before. It comes in this week, gets one carry, gets called back by a penalty. Uh, eight yards first down, gets called back by a penalty. Doesn't even get any more carries. Gets no points for the week. Well, I think they but, know that he's limited, and they want to be able to use guys in the passing game also. And and he just he, that he doesn't have that aspect of his game. You put him in there, they know what you're doing. Yeah, so Moser, somebody right. you could pick up, off the, probably on your waiver wire, get in there. Yep. Um, definitely that you huge check fumble. Uh, on there, but anybody that's in there, like temporarily is always great guys just to kind of get for real cheap. Uh, guys are going to try and flip them for cheap because they know they don't have any value going long term. So, if, you know, if you're looking to make a move for a push, you can do something like a third round pick and mm-hmm. get one of those guys. And you're missing out on a third round pick, but at the same time, you want to make sure you're putting yourself in the best position to win this year. The player you're going to draft in the third round is going to hold no relevance long term. You, you can use it, even if it's just a backup that gets you through the bye weeks for possible injury. That third round pick is 
not even worth the juice that you're going to get out of the player that's going to score some fantasy points. And then, God forbid, if something will happen to Brito, who's already been banged up a little bit already, right. then Mostert's going to come in and potentially be the guy in that offense that we love, the running back in that say, Kyle Shanahan offense. We've, we've talked about that. Any time a guy gets carries in that kind of offense, it piques my interest. You know what I mean? Um, just because – I've seen it before in the past that these guys can come out of nowhere. Injuries happen all the time, and and they'll take a guy literally off the street and turn him into a star. So yeah, I mean, I, I think Mozart's a really good name like that. I think Ito Smith is a nice game because he's he's looking, he's somebody you're looking at for now. You're getting for cheap like this time. He'll be a little bit more expensive, but long term, would you be willing to pay with the with Tevin Coleman leaving? Would you be willing to pay a second round pick for a guy like Ito Smith, 2019 second? I think I think it's good value. I, I don't I don't think it's bad value. I I mean I saw I had the foresight to draft him in a couple of leagues or no one league in particular where I had Devontae Freeman as like you know one of my my higher rated backs um, just to kind of back him up and I liked what I saw on tape also and definitely with Freeman coming back next year most likely because of his contract him you know these injuries he's already been hurt three different injuries this year that's not going to stop right. with Tevin Coleman leaving next year that could put Edo Smith being the guy. Which, if we like Tevin Coleman, you know, which you're going to give up a, what, a late first for Tevin Coleman on a game while he's going to be the guy somewhere next year. I mean, you're going to get Tevin Coleman for any cheaper. I think getting Edo Smith, which would be Tevin Coleman light, uh, would be pretty good value. I think so. Yep. Uh, anybody you're thinking you would sell? Um. <sighs> I mean, I mean, guys. I mean, Actually, no. That, well, he didn't ask to sell. It's just okay. teams acquire for next year too. So gotcha. I think Edo Smith would be a good guy for next year. Moser for like this year. Right. Um, I'm trying to think who else would be cheap for like next year. I mean, uh, off the top of my head, those are the, those are the two that really came to mind in my head. So I, we don't do research. We don't say these <laughs> questions ahead of time. It's off the whims of our pants, they are. Um, at Corey Chestnut Seventeen asks, "What do we do with Amari Cooper?" Ugh. Tough question. He did ah. Uh, yeah, that was his. Did, that uh, was his sound effect. Yeah, it's his sound effect. I'm okay. not really a sound effect kind of guy. It's I, I like could tell that was a that was a pretty what crappy sound effect. Well, dude, come on. I'm having a bad day. You're supposed to be my support. I am. Put me on a pedestal. No, I tell you how it is. <laughs> I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> so what do we do with support? Amari I have. We talked about him earlier. Like I, I mentioned, I'm buying Amari Cooper still in the hopes that he does get out. A change of scenery is good. Still, you know, his first two, year and a half was phenomenal. It was um, definitely phenomenal. Over 1,000 yards receiving as a rookie. Still one of the better route runners I've seen come out of college. Bad case of the drops, which he didn't really suffer that a lot in college. So hopefully he can get by that as well. I don't know what's going on there in Oakland. Maybe it's just John Gruden altogether. But I am I'm, I'm not selling Amari Cooper because I'm not going to get fair return, I feel, for what he's worth. I mean, I'm absolutely going to float his name, but I'll float anybody's name out there. But right now, I mean, everybody's going to try and lowball you on Cooper just because he's not doing anything. He hasn't right. done anything, honestly, what, a year and a half? It has been a while. So from that, I mean, it, it's a tricky question, but I, I still believe in the, the talent, and I would be buying. I would too, but it might come back and bite us in the ass. It definitely could, but um, he's, he's a guy that I haven't given up on, and I've seen you know, I've seen enough to let's know. Let's solve this real quick because oh, everybody's got to know. Here they come. Let me bust out the balls, and uh, let's, for once and for all, because, listen, the balls are right 99% of the time. Let's or, just see what they Or so you say. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Sweet, sweet balls. Mm. Amari Cooper, will he ever have a 1,000-yard receiver receiving season again and be a fantasy relevant for all of our dynasty teams? The people need to know, balls. Amari Cooper, will he be good again? Yes, hmm. you can bet your sweet Cooper balls that oh. he will be good again. Now, that's a kind of a long, detailed answer there, and kind of inappropriate. Yeah, that was crystal balls. We talking? I, about, I mean, right? go go figure. Yeah, well, you know, their dogs kind of take on their personality, <laughs> their owner, I guess. Uh, so the balls say yes. By Mary Cooper, he will have a thousand yard receiving. I mean, honestly, the balls out now, just in case we need him, right? Right. Let him breathe. Yeah, might Let as well. Breathe. I mean, um, we got some more questions coming from Dave Devin France. What the hell do I do with Jordan Howard? I traded for him last year before I started listening to you guys. Well, that's the first mistake. Well. <laughs> Some guy t- tweeted me today and said, my dynasty team's terrible. I have no picks. What do I do? <laughs> I was like, his team, I was like, and he had Ronald Jones on him. I'm like, well, first of all, you should have drafted Ronald Jones. 
Uh, but yeah, so I mean, Jordan Howard's something I've been preaching against, like to get rid of, like for like I was, he's he's to me Jordan Howard's like the definite. He was always a definition of the hashtag two to three year window guy who who's gonna be good for a year, two years, and then that's it. Like there's no long term right like sustainability for a guy like him, and definitely his run style. Um, and he says now I'm stuck with what seems to be a big old turd. Also traded for Hines last week, gave up Tyrell. Crowder in a 19 first for Hines in a 20 20 second thoughts. Thanks fellas. I like the Hines deal. Um, averaging it's going into this week. I'm going to be down now because he didn't have a lot of points, but he was averaging 16.1 fancy points per week, which is pretty good. I think he's still gonna be locked in as that nice PPR guy change of pace back. Even if they do go out and sign somebody Hines in that rookie deal. So he's going to be okay there. Um, as he builds that rapport with luck, he'll be the guy going the next season with that knowledge. So I like the Hines deal a lot. I mean, you give up Tyrell, Jameson Crowder, Whoopi Duda, and you give up the 19 first, but you pretty much move back into a second of a deeper class. So I like the 22nd, 2022nd, and you get Hines for that. I mean, you give him a couple side pieces and a late and a first for 2022nd and Hines. I like that deal. For Jordan Howard, uh, the way I look at it, I don't know what you would do, Matt. But I am just going to wait and hopefully put together a week, you know, which is it's going to be hard to do because now it looks like Tariq Cohen is really on the come. Um, and he's going to be locked in way more than Jordan Howard. Well, Jordan, yeah. Howard's, Jordan Howard's snaps have decreased every single week. Well, they figured out that they win games when they give Tariq Cohen the ball more, I think. You know what I mean? It's just that he's a more explosive athlete, and they can do it in the passing game and in the running game. He's another one of those guys – Speaking of Jordan Howard, that's just he's limited, man, because he doesn't catch the ball that well. So it, the off, it, you're tipping your hand, and all, nowadays these offensive coordinators don't like to be able to, you know, they don't like to tip their hands, bringing in a guy that can just run the ball. Hey, I'm going to run the ball. I'm bringing this guy in. It just it makes it so much harder to defend a team when you can run the ball, or you can hand the ball off, or you can throw it. You know, you can throw a swing pass. You can this guy can split out wide, and you can go empty. It just it's hard to defend offenses like that. It's so, why, and it's right. why I said I preached hard. Sell him last year. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty amazing. Like again, another tap on the back thing, which I don't care if I do it a lot or not. But over the, like the last four and a half years, like how many people we've told you to sell? No, how many people I've told you to sell? <laughs> <laughs> no, how many people we've told you to sell? And then here, then here we are, the following year, or even six months later, and like, well, thank God I sold that guy. It's it's been a lot of hit, like not a lot of misses on that. Like, oh, you told me to sell this guy, and look at him, he's he's killing it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's been pretty good, even though there's Devontae Freeman news, David Johnson news. So right now, the best if I was a Jordan Howard owner, because like I fell off my bicycle, and I got a coma, and I just woke up, and I'm like, oh, I still have Jordan Howard on my team. What do I do? I'm literally just waiting until he puts together a week, or maybe I'll shop him to the Tree Cohen owner possibly and try and do a flippity flop kind of action there. Because he still have the he still has the name, um, just doesn't have the numbers. But I'm still selling because his value is going to go down to zero here very soon. Very soon. I'm, I'm thinking he, he's entering the reality of like a Thomas Rawls kind of like Uh-oh. territory. Which well, is I mean, pointer. Thomas Rawls was that by injury as well, so I think it's a slightly different situation. But it could be a similar fall off in value. I could see. I could see what you mean at least. Okay, moving on. What is this? Is from Dynasty MC. What is your expectation for Odell Beckham for the remainder of the season? Does the crystal ball see him as a top half wide receiver one still? Well, well, just best way to answer this is just strictly ask the balls themselves. Just get to it. All right, balls. Odell Beckham will he be a top half wide receiver one the rest of the season. <gasps> you know it, brother. Whoa, yeah. Hey, All right. Yeah. Odell Beckham locked in. Talent's still there for Odell. Um, it's been a rough start. Eli Man sucks. Okay, Eli Man can take these balls and put them right in his mouth because he is terrible. He deserves it. He doesn't need to speak. Suck it, Odell or uh, Eli. You're terrible. Hang up the hang up the, hang up the cleats, bud. Hang them up. You're no good. Your arm strength terrible. Accuracy not very good. Overall play no. You see? Did you see that picture I tweeted out of him when he got sacked last yes, week? Yes, I saw it. <laughs> I felt so bad for that dude. Listen, I'm sure Eli's a good dude. His brother Peyton's an awesome guy. But this is football, all right? And you're done. You're, you're literally hurting your team with your play, and you're terrible. And 
The lucky. offensive line's not helping, but he's pretty bad. Yeah, he's de- I mean, when your coach is yelling, just throw the effing ball. Like you can see it <laughs> coming out of his mouth. Like literally, I mean, I don't. It, I'm not great at reading mouth, uh, reading lips, but I could tell what he was saying, and he was saying just throw the freaking ball. And what sucks is right now, like Saquon Barkley's just a safety net, you know. So it's like he can't throw the ball downfield, so he's just tossing it to Saquon. Saquon's getting all these points, which is great, but it's hurting Odell a little bit. But I still think Odell is talented enough. They're going to get him the ball. You know, the, he's going to throw his little tenter, temper tantrums. They're going to, they're going to, they're paying him a boatload of money. They're going to get him the football. I think he does for the second half finish the year as a top end wide receiver one. Matt, what say you? Do you agree with the balls or do you disagree with the balls? I don't know how you could expect me to go against the balls on this one. All right. Moving on, Fonzie asks, would you rather have Amari Cooper, Chris Wait, Godwin? Fonzie? Yeah, Fonzie. Hey. hey. What would you rather have? I'm not going to let that slip out. <laughs> Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin or Corey Davis in the 2021st in a 10-man league, 31 roster spots. To me, this is the easiest question I'll answer on here, I guarantee you, all day. Give me Corey Davis in 2021st. Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay, because here's the way you look at it. All right, Amari Cooper or Corey Davis, who would you rather have? Corey Davis. Okay. A 2021st or Chris Godwin? 2021st. Okay. A 2021st or Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin? Wait. Or Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the players. Yeah, the players. But you'd think about it for a second. Sure. Like, how high is that first? (laughs) (laughs) It depends. I mean, because Cooper, I mean, again, I believe the balls don't lie, and Cooper's going to be good again. But there's a chance that he fails out completely. Uh-huh. So to me, uh, Corey Davis still he falls in that category. I'm still trying to buy low on this year with the Mariota injury uh, and the Tennessee offense really struggling with Lafleur not really owning his first year with the off- defensive coordinator as a head coach with Mike Vrabel. The offense not really getting going there. The offense looks crappy, terrible. Like I am yeah. buying Corey Davis still. Like I've I've actually thrown some offers out for Corey Davis in all my leagues. Every one of them shot down. I offered Leonard Fournette up for straight up, which I get. I get it. He's hurt for Corey Davis. Told me suck it. Wow. Suck period it period. Totally made up that. Yeah, two words. Sounded good. Um but he falls in that category, so I'm buying. And plus, I mean the ten man league, psh, that twenty twenty first is gonna be pretty sweet. Yes, it is. Um at Cal Seabor asks, What do you value more? James Connor or Tevin Coleman? James Connor. Yeah, definitely James Connor. Connor's looked really good. He's a top 10 fantasy running back so far on the year. Le'Veon Bell is out in Pittsburgh. James Conner's on a rookie contract. Pittsburgh loves rookie contracts. He's there for four year, more years, guaranteed. They'll probably even resign the kid. Looks fantastic. In a great offense with, with around him. Killing it. Tevin Coleman, unknown. Doesn't know, don't, don't know where he's going to go. Fine player, but we don't know what offense he's going to be in, if he's going to fit that scheme. We always say scheme's important. And with the you know people in the free agency with running backs, a lot of times it doesn't work out too much um so for me i'm gonna take the sure thing here james connor easily right now i look at james connor as a nice dynasty asset which would be in a startup draft i'd be consider i'm drafted in the top what six rounds easily six was where i was thinking yep okay at tim's tom tim's that is two m's tim i like that extended tim's mm-hmm. not tim's tim's <laughs> i have three first rounders for next year matt Huh. Need a QB or a running back to make a run for this year. I'm 6-0 and and won the ship last year. Wait, he needs a QB or a running back? I need needs a QB or a running back to make a run for this year. I'm 6-0 and and won the ship last year. Who should I package these first up for and go get? They're more than likely all late 2019 first. Well, with three firsts, you should be able to make a deal. You should, I mean, you should be able to get a quarterback and a running back. I mean, it, it, I Personally, me, if I see that I've got two holes, I don't think that I've got one thing I've got to fix to get a championship. I, it sounds like he's got two things he's got to fix to get to he's a championship. He's 6-0, so that's a good start to be in. So it can't be too big of a hole. I mean, for, for the guys I'm targeting with like a first, I think you might be able to get is first, I'm listening to teams that have two quarterbacks first off the gate. So right. somebody that maybe drafted Pat Mahomes that didn't know they'd have the superstar in their hand, who's their other quarterback, right? right? Um, is it is it 
is it Jared Goff? Somebody like that? Yeah. You know, hey, bay. So I'm just looking at good for a good situation. I'm, I'm and I'm gonna try and try and get something I can have for like I'm not looking for like a big Ben, right? I'm trying to get something I can get for a couple of years with that first and kind of mm-hmm. hold me there. A Jared Goff would be fantastic because um, if they have Pat Mahomes, you might be able to take that 2019 first and maybe like make it a third and get like a guy like Goff in a single QB league that might get it done. Um, definitely would have Mahomes and with the two first, I might just try and take one of those first then and try and get like an Aaron Jones, right? Like somebody I can get. That has good upside and a good offense that is still young, like for a running back that I don't have to pay a ridiculous amount of money for. Maybe you can take this two first and get a David Johnson for him. But at the same time, if I'm trying to make a championship run, do you feel confident like David Johnson, you're starting to line up that you're going to get a W? Uh, no. Like I said, no. I mean, he's averaging in, in the teens. And if you got, I mean, if you got another guy that, that also averages in the high teens, the low twenties on a, on a week to week basis, David Johnson would be a hell of a, a running back too to have plugged in as your lineup. True. As a running back too, if you're six and zero, that is a fine kind of get. Um, so if you can give up those two first for, yeah. David what about, Johnson. what about a guy like Mark Ingram just coming off of a suspension? People don't see him as a long-term a one first. That's what I mean. Like you could throw like a one first out for for a guy like him to win a championship. To me, that guy's worth it. You know, yeah, I think so for sure. Um, I'd even give up. A, I'd, honestly, I'd give up a late first for Tevin Coleman uh, right now. Uh, he's like right on the border for me. It, it, it is you get the added bonus that he's going into free agency. And, yes, and you know he's most likely going to get a good opportunity there, but. But, be a but, lot it, of teams but you're that, also rolling the dice a little bit because you don't know. But there's a lot of teams that, you know, with a weaker running back class, you have David Montgomery coming out next year, but it's going to be a weaker running back class next year. So it's a good sign for somebody like Tevin Coleman to get like a two, three-year deal. Um, so you could buy him this year and next year. I'll, right. I'll take two years of Tevin Coleman. For a first, I mean, Kevin Coleman can be a starter for two years. That's worth a late 19 first in my eyes. Definitely over three of those bad boys. But I'm trying to keep one of those first, hopefully for a later deal. One first for a QB. Again, I think a guy like Mark Ingram's attainable. A guy like Aaron Jones. I mean, he could end um, up staying Tevin in the division. Tevin Coleman, going back to him, he could end up in, staying in the division, going to the Bucks or somebody like that. Miami might be in the thing for running back. Oakland might Oakland, be in the definitely. Need, I mean, need for a running back. Jets might be in the need for a running back. Uh, a lot of teams out there that could potentially be in for a running back. Uh who knows what's going on in Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> They're always looking for a new running back. Who cares um, if they spend a first-round pick? Here goes a question from uh, Goofy Gump- Guppy. Current value of Ito Smith. What are the odds he outscores Tevin Coleman the rest of the season? I think those odds of him outscoring Tevin Coleman are low, personally. Um, I think that Tevin Coleman will outproduce him. Just because he scored his touchdowns the last couple of weeks, I still think Kevin Coleman knows the system better. I think Tevin Coleman's an overall better running back than Ito Smith. So even if it's a 50-50 share, um, I know the touchdowns have put Ito ahead in the meantime. But I still think Tevin Coleman, if I had to guess the rest of the season. I'm not, I'm not 100% positive that Tevin Coleman's a better running back. I think he's a more explosive athlete. Okay. But, That's um, fair. Uh, I don't know that he's a better running back. So what's the value of Hito Smith right now? Uh, I think we discussed it. I think, second? Yeah, I think we, we nailed it down with that second-round pick. I don't I don't think you can go higher than that. You probably couldn't get him for lower than that. So, I mean, that's that's where I feel he lays. Fair deal. Well, either Mike Williams, this one comes from Adam Schillinger, Will either Mike Williams or Corey Davis be reliable starters this season? Um, Corey Davis, we mentioned earlier with Tennessee's offense, I think it's going to be up and down. It's going to be hard to really trust Corey Davis for the rest of the year, unfortunately, which sucks in the second year. I think we're going to look for a big third-year breakout season from Corey Davis. Um, I still love him long-term. I still see him as a top-12 potential dynasty wide receiver overall kind of player there. Right. No, He. he yeah, as long as we keep seeing little flashes that he's, you know – he's the type of player that we saw in college, then I don't think it's an issue. And, and with Mike Williams, I think it's going to be a little, you know, coming to his first full year after the injury, I think it's going to be a little it, up and down as well. It's like going to be inconsistent just because there's of usage too. I mean, he's, they've got other weapons there. Tyrell, you know, Tyrell Williams, Williams had a, big Williams game. Had a, a huge Keen game. Allen. Yeah. So he, I think either one of them is going to be a little bit of a crapshoot. Neither one of them are going to be plug and play players. I think you're going to put them in your lineup and you're not going to feel great about it, but you're going to hope. But both guys, we still love long-term. Oh, absolutely. But for this year, they're going to be hard to rely on week in and week out. Here's 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 a start-sit question from uh, Jonathan Sadek. Kirk, Dalvin, oh, Christian Kirk, Dalvin Cook are carrying in the flex this week. Hmm. Carrying. Yeah. Okay. They're coming off the bye week. Yeah. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on sit-start questions here, Matt. Mike. Uh, Le- Mike. 
I'm not even going to pronounce his Twitter handle because it's something like Illuminati. I'm not going to get it there, Matt. I'm not going to the dark, dark place. All right, don't go there. As a 3-3 three and three team, who are some guys that you should trade a first for to push you over the hump into the playoffs or also trade and retool for the long run? We pretty much answered that question. Yeah, right, we right? kind of we kind of touched on that. Again, I'm just reading as we go, baby. Live, yeah. sh- this is like a live show. Man. It is. Um, Aaron Murphy asks, "Can you rank the first round of last year's rookie class?" Ooh, mm. Interesting. Interesting. Rookies. We can do that. Three on this first round, possibly. Okay. Maybe. Um, first of all, obviously, it doesn't change Saquon, babe. Right? Uh, yeah, babe, Saquon, Bay. Yeah. For, I mean, you're, this is a guy you're considering taking top seven startup draft guy easily yeah it's fantastic love him um number two is where you get a little interesting i still have sony michelle as my number two guy me too man i mean obviously he started off the year a little slow with the knee injury Uh, yard games but yeah i mean he's at at least 90 yards in three weeks straight two touchdowns over 100 yards last week loving it Mm. who knew he was gonna be good we did yeah Not even ashamed to say it. <laughs> I really kept bumping Sony down because in New England. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Do you not watch tape? This guy's fantastic. Look at it. Here we are. Week seven. Still love me some Sony. Yeah. Um, number three. Who would you put here? Um, Karrion Johnson. I would take Karrion Johnson here as well, too. Still like the Karrion as a long term. Another buy low guy if I can. And I know he's on a buy low, but I'm buying. Right. He's creeping. You know what? He's getting double digits nearly every week. I mean, obviously, last week was a, a buy week, but. Um, I think this is a turn here, man. I think after the buy, like, I think they're, wait, you know, fresh legs. I think they're going to look at the tape. They had all this time to look at him. Like, you know what? Self evaluate. It's time. <laughs> It's time they did that, and, and they got. We throw Laguerre Blunt and his stone boots in the pond there and watch him sink and get the ball to carry on a little bit more, huh? Well, we can cross our fingers. All right, so carry on's number three, number four. I would take Calvin Ridley. I can't argue with you, man. Um, Calvin Ridley um, obviously is a touchdown scoring machine as of late, mm-hmm. and like uh, RoboCop. Like RoboCop, mm-hmm. I think he got a little dinged up this past week, didn't he? Who RoboCop? Uh, I think we forgot the we mention. Like nineteen eighty four. Oh, you're right. But they re- they rebooted that, didn't they? Did they? I think so. I'd watch that. Oh, all right. Did they reboot RoboCop? Yeah, I think they rebooted it. I think they did, too. Yeah. I might have watched it. Mm. I don't remember. You're it's probably different. disappointed. It's. I sound like I'm disappointed. You, <laughs> you look disappointed. Hold on. Hold on. Balls? <laughs> did, I, did I watch the reboot of RoboCop? <gasps> Hated it. Yep. Wait, they show the future and the past? Oh, yeah, these balls do it all. Yeah, you want to know what? I guess there's two of them. Do you just rub the yeah. one for the past and the other for the future? I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> guess you couldn't do that. I guess they can ask. They knows all. They're, yeah. they're knowing all balls. I, mean, I guess. I just use them for fantasy football because it's all that really matters to me. Right. <laughs> does, my, does my wife love me? <gasps> yes. Score. <laughs> Still loves me. Score. Somebody does. Um, number five. Uh, who would you take at five? I mean, at this point, um, given his explosive plays, and you know, obviously, we have a, a first-hand look at him pretty much every week. I'm gonna go Nick Chubb. I, I really liked what I've seen out of that guy. Me too. Would even I wouldn't even argue if you would have said Nick Chubb at three. I wouldn't even argue it. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, right? he he, I mean, st- he started off the year a little bit slow as well, but he's really come on. You know. When he's got his chance, yeah, he he's looked really fast and explosive here. Even in his last play, when he had, he had a first down, they had called back, but penalty there on his one carry, mm-hmm. which Hugh Jackson said they're going to give him more carries, but he says that every week, and he's getting less carries, yeah. which is. But then again, Hugh Jackson's the worst coach I've ever seen in my entire life. Hugh um, Jackson, I wish you weren't a liar. Yeah, <laughs> you are bold. Fa- you, you look like my crystal ball. It's just you don't tell the truth. I, I believe you the first time, but this time I wish you weren't a liar. Oh, I hate Hugh and I Jackson. wish you would give him more carries. I'm sure Hugh Jackson's a really nice guy, but he even comes off as somebody like I wouldn't even want to be friends with. Like, you're phony. He seems like a phony. I hate phony people. They're the worst people. Yeah. And a lot of people are phony. Um, so I like Nick Chubb here. And after that, I would take Cortland Sutton. Yes. He's starting to flash as well a little bit. So. He's a guy that I actually had above Ridley, but obviously Ridley Ridley's production to this point has been better. But uh, but Sutton's coming along also. I think that whole offense has been a little stunted uh, to start the year. A lot of new pieces coming in with the new quarterback and, and a couple new rookies and new running backs. And 
So a lot of new pieces in that Denver offense, and, and they're starting to come together. And, and Sutton, I think, put together his best week last week, 58 yards. Yeah, I'm um, liking what I'm going to see out of Sutton so far. Definitely everything we saw on tape out of SMU says he's going to be a nice, legit, solid wide receiver one long term. I agree. Uh, another guy who I'm buying, if I can, anywhere and willing to overpay with a 19 first, 19 second, 19 third, 19 fourth. Take them all. Here's my draft class. I'd give it. I give up my whole draft class for Sun, no problem whatsoever. I give up my whole for every guy we just talked about right now. I would love. I mean, obviously you're not getting for Ridley, you're not getting for Chubb, but I think there's a potential you can get it for Sun, Cortland Sun. I'd give up my entire draft class next year and some other turd I'm trying to flush down the toilet um, for him as well. After Sun, I think we're gonna start entering like a a, a you know it's gonna be a pot of like mystery here, like. Well, I, I pick think, your own as poison. I say, you're like, taking a lot of guys still based off of potential and stuff like that. They haven't really after, shown. Yeah, after seven weeks, like, am I just going to like flush, you know, Rashad Penny down the toilet after seven weeks after I liked him so much? No, yet? and even him. No. I mean, he's he's starting to, to come around a little bit as well. He's starting to average, you know, get that average per carry up and stuff like that. I think if you want to play it safe, you take a guy like Naheem Hines. Um, besides that, though, I'm still looking at guys like T.J. Moore, Rashad Penny. Um, Anthony Miller, who's out right now. Michael Gallup has looked pretty good so far in his limited play there in right. Dallas as well. Um, can't forget about the tight ends. Mike Kosicki, Dallas Scotter. All those guys are right there in the mix for me. Even a guy like um, um, Royce, you know, Royce, Royce Freeman's Freeman, up here. Philip, Philip Lindsay. Lindsay's going to be up there now right, right. with him, right. neck and neck. I mean, if you want to take Philip Lindsay in your first round, it's hard to argue. He's looked fantastic and explosive out there in Denver to the point where even when Royce comes on, they can't get rid of Lindsay. It's going to be a two-headed monster going forward. I think, you know, if anything, Lindsay's gonna the I think worst case for a guy like Lindsay, he'd flatline, which would be great. You know, ten points per game. Um, and I think the only nervousness would actually be like Royce Freeman. Like, okay, cause it, it, it's not gonna get worse than a split carries. Right. The only thing that happens is Royce could lose more time. So there, that was fun. That was, that was fun. a good question. Thanks, Aaron, for yeah. that question. Um, moving on from Dave Slicing Geis. Do I go all in on Antonio Brown sending John Brown, Cortland Sutton, Naheem Hines in a first-round pick for him? He sends his roster, but I'm not going to read off his roster. Okay. So Antonio Brown for John, John Brown, Brown, Cortland Sutton, Naheem Hines in a first-round pick for him. Well, that sounds like what it would take, to be no, honest. No, 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 absolutely not. His receivers are John Brown, Josh Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, and Marquez Valskeds, Scantlin. Okay. No, you don't do that, buddy. No, you don't need Antonio Brown. Why would we give up all that sweetness? We just talked about Cortland's son. We talked about Naheem Hines. John Brown's startable every single week. In a first-round pick, save that. Let him have Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's 30. You don't need him. Um, is Josh Reynolds – this one's from Roscoe. Roscoe. That's Roscoe. Um, is Josh Reynolds and Gerald Everett worth a hold in Dynasty? He has Higgins, Brissett, and Bridgewater best available, in his opinion, on the waiver wire. Um, I'm not picking up Brissett at all. I'd be totally okay with dropping Gerald Everett for Teddy Bridgewater. To be honest, I wash, but I mean, I think I'd I'd rather keep both the guys you that that he already has, Josh Reynolds and. and I'm not Everett. getting rid of Josh Reynolds at all. Um, I, I would I, I'm honestly keeping both those guys because I want to be a part of that offense. I think Everett's just going to take a little bit more time to get acclimated. Yeah, three you know. four year guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have no problem if I need tight end help for Bridgewater, but. It's a single QB league. And Higgins, he'll always be the third receiver regardless. They're going to bring another guy in here. Um, Richard Crane comes in. Amari Cooper will be with the Raiders next year. Uh, probably not. Probably not. No. Uh, Kyle Foster, Kenny Galladay, and OBJ. Don't even know what that is. Uh, dun, 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 dun. From Jensen Postema. What are you doing with Dalvin Cook? What is his value? And the same question for Allen Robinson. Uh, I think we touched on the Dalvin we stuff. We did. Yep, they were buying. And Allen Robinson, we're looking at, uh, again, I think it's just a slow recovery coming from not playing last year. Right. Coming for a little rough year right there. Had a touchdown again. New um, offense. New offense. Uh, Great offense. Yeah, too, by exactly. The, way. the offensive coordinator's learning him. He's learning the offense. I think it was a little bit of a slow start. And I would look for, at, you know, a, a slight uptick going, going here, going forward. Yep. Dan asked a question about who players we could buy. That a savvy guy I could target right now. I think we've already mentioned that guy's going to next year. Yeah. Entering free agency. Tevin Coleman's the only guy that comes off the top of my head that's entering free agency. Um, this would be worthwhile. But uh, that's like a whole – we could probably do a whole show on guys that are, are 
entering you know, free agency. Entering free agency. We'll maybe, do that. Maybe we will. Yeah, we should do a whole show on guys entering free agency, who we like and who we don't like. Because it's getting now. to that time of year where, where um, guys are going to start needing to buy guys for next year. Yeah, how know, about for, that? For non-contending how teams. How about that at, at Paz Next week's show, you just, you just did our show next week. Next week's show will be strictly on guys who are entering free agency. Uh, we'll call it the 2019 free agent show. And are we buying that guy or are we selling that guy? There you go. Sound like a good show to you? I love it. All right, man. I'm going to need you to give me that information now. Okay. Thanks, buddy. All right, let's bang through these last couple. Sorry we didn't get to all the questions, but uh, the Mega Millions comes on soon. I got to see if I'm going to be here next week. Right. Who you knows? know what? Hey, if I win the Mega Millions, I'm still doing the podcast. Actually, I might do more podcasts. I'm with so much more free time. I'll be so freaking rich. Yeah. I'll be the best fan. So everyone should be pulling for Rich to win the Mega Millions. Uh, well, if I win, you're going to win. Oh. You're gonna, I got paid to do the podcast. You're going to get paid a million dollars to do the podcast. Lucky you. Score. So let's bust through a couple real quick, then we'll end the show. Nathan W. asks, can we start considering plugging Josh Gordon in our lineups every single week? To me, that's 100% yes. This is yes. exactly what we've been waiting for. Yep. You start Josh Gordon every single week. Those numbers are only going to get better. Killer Instinct asks, is Pat Mahomes worth a top four pick in 2019? Derek Carr and Kiki Kuti? Kiki Kute. Yeah, I give a top four pick in 2019 and Derek Carr and Kiki Kuti for Pat Mahomes. That's Just the price to do in business. Yeah, in a two QB league, psh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, that's you're actually winning that deal by 1,000%. Thomas O'Brien asks, is Gronk still a top three tight end this season? Yes. Okay. We are talking about James Conner. And last one, let's get here real quick, is when, when will Nick Chubb start for the Browns? Week 12. Uh, week 11. Okay. After the bye. Oh, we're in, oh, we have, oh yeah, week 12. We, we have 11 bye. Listen, that's <laughs> it, okay? I'm sorry. What a show, right? Yeah. Starting off slow. Got a little hot there. We answered some questions. My favorite was doing a rookie redraft. But we'll be back next week with a new show about player 2019 free agents. Nice. And who are we buying and who are we selling and where some good fits might be. That's going to be a good show. I love it already. And, of course, why we talk about some injuries. In the meantime, if you want to uh, put a little pep in my step and talk Dynasty, you can hit me up at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Well, well take your time on that one. I like uh, to have dramatic pauses every once in a while. Mega millions, Matt. Mega millions. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you follow the site at Dynasty Nerd. You can always leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That will pep Rich up. Woo! <laughs> hey! Um, you can join the Facebook group on DynastyNerds.com every single D day. Follow our writers. Follow everybody. Enjoy fantasy football. If you're 0-6, I'm sorry. Your season's over. You're out of it. If you're 7-0, don't get too cocky there, cocky face. If you're 7-0, you've played one week in the future. Oh, sorry. Those are the balls talking about me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> back in the pants, balls. Pockets. I mean, pockets. So that's it. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, I am a multimillionaire next week. I hope so as well. If I win a Mega Millions, I'm giving away... Let me see. If I'm going to make a millions, I'm going to give away 100 Dynasty Nerd t-shirts. Love it. Is that fair? It's yes. It's going to cost us like 10 grand, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. That's okay. Yeah, I don't care. I'll pay for the shipping, too. That's right. 100 free shirts if I win to make a millions. Woo! And trust me, Dynasty Nerd is going to be the great. I'm going to buy every Dynasty site out there and just put them on the site. Close shop. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, DLF. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, my buddies. All my all my friends, I'm going to call them up. Hey, hey, John, Dynasty Trade Calculator. Can I buy that? How much is that going to cost? Now it's called Dynasty Nerds. Everything's just called Dynasty Dynast- Nerds Calculator. <laughs> what's Dynasty? What's Dynasty Fantasy Football? It's all DynastyNerds.com. That's it. Some guy won $800 billion, and that's what he did. That's how he spent his money just on Dynasty Fantasy Football? Yeah, have you ever played? No? And then you'll know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.